0: Yeah. yeah, local band, quite incredible. Great song selection, great players, great originals, great covers. Great. Uh, yeah,
1: every single one of the band. Yeah, incredible musicians. We a met lot. them a couple of times. Yeah, they—they they, uh, Sadie, the guitar player, was saying she, they'd seen us at Kingwood. Yeah, Back halfway, halfway Patty show last the fall. Anyway, yeah was blown away i i didn't i had no idea what to expect i i just i saw the name i just assumed it was going to be a you know cover band or something I, I really had no idea but they were mostly original and 100 incredible they were just tearing it up the closest i can think of, they were you would you would not get yeah, I and mean, you would see them and you'd see how young they are but they they're playing as if they're, they play like teenagers or twenty somethings would if they were in a band in the nineteen seventies, early nineteen seventies. Really, really good show. So yeah, they covered a couple of Finn Lizzy songs, which I was very pleased with. It was very cool. They it does ZZ Top during check. <laughs> flawlessly. Great vocalist, great guitar player, great bass player, great drummer. We we're talking about possibly having them on the on the show. They are. So They're coming up. Yeah, yeah. It's just the, we've talked many times about
0: bands uh, about you know stage etiquette and whatnot. And those guys have have the best manners when it comes to mm-hmm. to the stage. That they were off so fast, you'd think that they had pushed the shit off the off, an, off the edge. It was rapid fire. They were gone, and they had uh, they had you know mentioned that we you know. But mentioned this as well that we're coming up, blah blah. blah. Just, just really yeah. good, really well
1: um, hung around to see our whole set, which was yeah, also very good. At it. <laughs> not always possible, but always appreciated. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of times
0: where you know <laughs> we got you know it, it, you know the last time when we were out in Flatonia, you know, there was a bunch of festivities that we were invited to, and they wanted to yeah. extend the extend the night. I mean, you know, I wish I could have. You know, it was going to be that Sunday. It was going to be a. Was quite the ordeal uh, getting worked on the house, but uh, that said, people need to check them out. The Kaleidoscope Project, and they're on all the social media sites. But their their originals are are really worth. It's it's yeah. just it's good good hard rock, great guitar playing, great stage presence, and uh, yeah, lo- loved it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do you know how long they've been around? They've been around for quite a while. I, I, I kid you not. I've heard many many times from different sources all throughout Houston have said, you know, go check this band out. Actually, a, a, a old friend of ours, Cindy, and she was there last night. She's been telling me about them for a long time. And it said, yeah, go see them. I said, well, of course I will. You know, the first chance will I get that we're not playing and they're not playing. You know, they're playing, so. But yeah, I was delighted to see them last night. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely work with them again. That was that. That was a pretty fun. Yeah. And and well paired too, you know. It's difficult to get two bands that that are right. You, you know that, that are cohesive like that. It's just a it's a nice sound. A, and then again, uh, you, uh, you get tip of the hat too to to, uh, to uh, Spencer. You know he he, uh, he he knows that room. He's another one of these guys. He's you know definitely an old rock and roller, and uh, knows that room. The sound in the room was just right there yeah so you know yeah. my, my guitar rig was giving me hell last night so he had he had to do he had to work extra hard but apart from that you know I, I could tell that the room was singing and that the, you know he had put exactly what we wanted out yeah. front and I knew it too when I walked in and heard Kaleidoscope Project I was like alright yeah, okay, so. yeah sure. so Christy thank you uh, Christy at 19th Hall all old gang anyway so uh yeah, so on Turbo's, uh, Turbo's back. back. Back in town? Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, a lot of people didn't notice this, but, uh, he had to go away. Yeah. Had to. Had to, yeah. <laughs> had to do some time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no you crimes, you know, you gotta pay the margin. That's fine. No, nah, it was a good trip. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you, uh, where, where, where did you go? Walmart and where else? Uh, Kmart. Kmart? Yeah. Is still around? So. I don't know You went no, Not I. Yeah no I just we
2: call it King Mark, but No uh, Mexico Mexico, nice Yeah Cabo So We got to go out To the point uh, snorkel. That was Really cool They throw out all this food And then the fish Just like ah! Engulf you You know And you're just I mean my kids Were gone. Ah! <laughs> its It's like You can touch them Like they were Just you know, All around you and uh, that was super fun. Yeah. A little cold, but... A cold? Yeah, the water was a little cold. Really? But yeah. I thought it was... I mean, I thought it was okay, but a little cold for the kids. Oh. So they were only in for about 45 minutes, half an hour, and then they got to get out. But. No, it was fun. It was a good time. Just sitting on the beach, you know? Yeah. Nothing better. Yeah? Nothing better. Did I tell you, we rode camels? No. Yeah, we rode camels, so we... We did this excursion and we went out we camel riding like like we're crossing the desert <laughs> you know? like with camel riding everybody got on camels
1: Those are I was saying camels are feeding carrots here right yes
2: from, yeah. from your mouths yeah yeah the guy handed us all carrots I'm like and he goes this is for feeding the camel and they had the one named Lucy and, and he's like he goes like this he goes put it put it in your mouth and I'm like Okay. He says that to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh man, he set me up right there. <laughs> you do. <know>? That <laughs> camel just took it right out. <laughs> just, oh man, it was so good. It was hilarious. Like, Stacy's is best because it fully went. Bird just video <laughs> <right. laughs> of her full yeah. really grown, just both cheeks. Bird <laughs> just took it right out. She jumped out and screamed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nice. Yeah, no, kids had a good time out in the sun for a week, you know, by the pool. And uh, I will say this. If you're going to do a vacation, do the all-inclusive. Because that's the way to go. You, you don't did. have to worry about nothing. It's just, you can just do whatever. Like, yeah. food, drinks, it don't matter. That's the way to do it. And uh, nah, we had a good time. No, no travel hiccups. So, that's that's yeah. huge. You never know traveling with all of us is... My brother and his family came, so there was
0: nine of us, and uh, we just read through customs, no problem. Good. Glad to be back. No joking. Chad, where have you been?
1: <laughs> I've been at home. Riding the camels of Cabo Riding in my Yeah. Yeah. I've been building out my little closet recording studio over the uh-huh. past month or so. That's pretty much there. still working on deadening the sound. Trying to prevent the sound from leaking out of the closet when I'm in there. And it's, there's no way I can get it to 100%, but it's like pretty well muffled down now. I'm running tests by leaving my phone outside the closet. I'll go in there and I've got it sealed. I'm using weather stripping to kind of seal, help seal the door. And it it's one of those old doors, like, you know, it was probably made. To help, the building was built in the 40s. And the door probably hasn't closed like since, you know, 1960 or something. So I never really thought about, it. it just one of the stores just won't latch because the building, you know, the door frame has shifted over the years. So I, I wrestled with it as, it as it was for a while. I was, like, trying to keep it closed with, like, a bungee cable, like, pulled pulled it in, looked on something inside the closet. That just wasn't working. So one night I said, fuck this, i got to try to get this thing to latch. So I, I'd never done this before, but I took a screwdriver, took the little plate off trying to figure out you know, where what the problem was was it falling too short or too high or too low and I just chipped away at the, the latch hole until I got it to line up with where the you know, thing was that was like late one night and I finally got it to work I was like yes so that helped a lot and the other thing I was telling Turbo about this I'm, it does get hot in there like if, you're, if I'm in there for longer than 10 minutes it starts to get a little unbearable that's why people go out of the closet chat <laughs> that's right that's right. i kind of so. Your, uh, what's your oh, what's so so? What's the purpose of this? It's to record. It. I'm going in. The, the main reason I need yeah. that closet to record is for singing. You know, I'm not so concerned with acoustic guitar. It's not it doesn't carry much. But when I'm singing full voice in that old house, everybody would be able to hear me if I was just singing. You know, just in my charge a cover. <laughs> right. oh, you it right. But I love I, it's dollars. Once you've got. That space where you've got—I used a shipping blankets. I, I got this idea when Greg Greg Fugate gave us a bunch of shipping blankets, and uh, which was enough to get me started. But I decided I needed to buy some more, as I just bought a pack of twelve of the same kind and had those ships. I had more than enough to work with. When you once you have those up, those are really good at deadening the sound. Uh, and once you do that, it just feels like you're in a just feels like you're in a working environment and like and I know my I, I know I knew from doing the recording test that my voice is leaking outside a little bit but when you're in there singing it feels like there's nothing else going on like you can't you're just totally focused on what you're doing and then the sweet spot the cherry on it on the cake, was figuring out how to put reverb in my headphones while I was singing just a little touch and that's just like magic it's just so comfortable to, uh, to work that way. So recording for? My original stuff, for sure. But to get started, uh, my friend Dwight has been doing a lot of multi track recording at, at his home, um, mostly you know MIDI-based stuff. He's a keyboardist, but he's figured out how to emulate instruments, so he's got full arrangements of guitar-based drums, piano and all that stuff, of uh, different songs that, that he wanted to cover. And wants me to sing on. He's been trying to get me to do this for months. Uh, any examples? Any, any, uh, uh, yeah. uh, what is it? There's a David Bowie song. Um, Andy Warhol, oh, David Bowie, it's a Peter Gabriel song called Humdrum, uh, Crowded House song called Amsterdam, which I wasn't familiar with. It's one of, one of the more recent records. So it's just good. It's a good, good way for me to get used to, you know, get my voice in shape, keep it in shape. And, uh, have a little more experience with, uh, singing in a, in a studio environment, yeah, and yeah, completely under my control, <laughs> and not under anything under the, under the time gun or anything like you know. But I also have just enough room in there to sit down and record acoustic guitar as well. So that's uh, the other thing I've been playing around with. Nice, yeah, it's that's been really good. Fun. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah you've uh, you, you've been talking about this for a long time. I know. It's nice to finally get a. That's uh, great oh, oh, The up. thing I was saying, ventilation yeah. is the other thing I was talking to Turbo about that. So I'm, the only way I can really do it Is to run a hose underneath the door <laughs> And have some kind of fan Like some kind of little small fans That are blowing in both directions Like one that's taking air out One that's bringing air in So that's that's the sort of MacGyver thing I have to try to figure out So, well, but it's, anyway Just gotta get the girls in there just- yeah. Yeah. I got you, man <laughs>
0: Yeah Yeah, he, he has girls in there for much different reasons yeah. It's like the kind of like, put in your mouth. So, uh, yeah, so we with the, I've been doing work in ours, uh, the studio as well, and then uh, we have AC as of today. Well, actually, <laughs> my guitar rig took water, you know, when we were doing the, the, the Beltane Festival with uh, my guitar processor oh, took yeah. on some water, so I I've it, been it. Missing, messing with that and trying to get the sound back to where it was, because it's not... It's not saving, but anyway, long story short, Shit. I've, uh, fingers are crossed because I'm hoping that the, the stuff that I've worked on saves. It didn't sound like it last night, but we're going to see today okay. up in Grapevine. And, uh, so, it's going to be very, it's going to be, oh yeah, you should, so you got some recordings from, uh, last week where you recorded some stuff, putting it on, and this week we're going to uh, hopefully get some clips today so uh, so today Slabbercast Slabber Day 219 we're going to have a um, some clips with a uh, uh, old friend of mine Mark Kenneth uh, back in the day my first Irish my first attempt at an Irish rock and roll band it was a band called On The Dole mm-hmm. here in Houston and uh, there in Houston and you know he was it was one of those things where there really wasn't an Irish rock band in town, there wasn't anything close to it. Um, I think the closest thing we had was a folk a band called the Flying Fish Sailors. It's the only thing I could think of. Anyway, long the the, the so so we, we our first residency was, uh, and, I, and I do say that with a lot of tongue and a lot of cheeks. Um, the you know, we, we was at at downtown, which is now Molly's uh, at um, five hundred nine Main Street in Houston, Texas, and it's uh, it's uh, it's one of those Irish cup, pub companies where they fly all the materials over from Ireland, and assemble it, and uh, it really um, it, 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 when it opened up, of course, it's a, it's an Irish pub in a in a hopping downtown environment, so so it was pretty good. But as the clientele. Finds new places you know it just didn't the they the, the, the up and out on to the next you know new new pub new club new whatever it is the new whatever whatever the you know the new flavor du jour is and they're off to it. so as the as the club went down in popularity that's when that's when we came in so we started a, a live music night and would do different nights uh, in there And uh, this one time, I remember the first time Mark, Mark Kenneth, uh, he's from Scotland, I remember the one time he came in, he uh, picked up the, the, you know, the the, the decor in these places is typically these old uh, Irish instruments, you know, these fiddles and baurons and accordions, all that stuff, are all on the wall as... As their their march work, as the decor, like a, you know, decor. So uh, he had pulled one of the one of the accordions off the wall. Of course, there was no guts in it. It was just just a shell. And he was messing around. And I was looking at him. it. Looked, it looked like he could play. As I, you know, yeah, you know, you know get, get an accordion, come back and see what happens. And he did. He came back the next week with his uh, with his accordion, which was the most ornate. Just absolutely. I don't know anything about accordions obviously but this thing came back and it was just it was it was, it was like it, it was bedazzled it was uh, just, uh, just this most amazing sounding thing huge and it uh, was black and shiny it was just, just it looked, a really impressive looking machine and he came and he walked into the pub playing it and I was like holy shit he can play he's good so said so jump up so we when he was in town you know he'd come in and he actually, we, we we played quite a few shows together. Recently, we were on our, you know, when we were talking about doing the grapevine thing, I gave him a call. and I said, "Hey, you know, what do you uh, what do you think about coming out and playing, playing with us?" Uh, we were going to have Heidi come in, and Heidi is just up to her, her eyes in Arizona. So uh, I called him up, and he he, he jumped at it. And, yes, yes, yes. I've been waiting. To, I've been waiting to be asked. So uh, yeah. so today should be really fun, and I'm really I just shows some uh, footage of this because he's not just a great player, he's a great performer mm. and he is uh, just one of these one of, one of these prodigy style players where he, if he thinks it, he plays it. So should be interesting. The, the the difference between blackguards and On the Dole is blackguards has I mean we got songs and there's places and there's parts and there's stops and there's starts and there's key changes it's not the same as back in On the Dole we just kind of yeah oh, let's play it I don't know pick a key okay go how fast do you want it faster So, so the lads have never Shad's uh, met him before, but Turbo's never met him. They've never heard him play, and uh, yeah, so it's, so it's
1: going to be a really fun, pretty yeah. really fun day. I've heard him play solo at uh we crossed paths with him at the San Antonio Island Games a couple of times. Oh, I forgot like, about that. Yeah. yeah, where he just plays by himself. Was it at least one year he was doing that, but I think that's the only time I've actually heard him play. Yeah, and I'd seen him
0: play with another band. Yeah, I think they were out of Dallas, and there was a lot of people on stage and a lot of stuff going on, and it wasn't—it wasn't my style. It wasn't New Age stuff, but it kind of sounded a little New Agey to me. It was very, very, fully, really, very. Very easy to, 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 to forget Because you know There's just so much going on Yeah So Yeah he messaged me I can't wait to meet him It's going to be awesome Yeah he's like Man let's do this I was like yeah Let's do this Yeah Oh no, you'll, you'll, you'll You'll love playing with him He's A lot of fun A lot of energy And you know The fact they he can play well So um, And then next Next Sunday Speaking of accordions We've got the uh, The one and the only Mr. Mendoza Coming back to uh, We're going to go to The new potato 3 p.m. All ages show. Um, oh, cool! Yeah, all ages, That's all ages. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be outside. It's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be so. Uh, we're doing a uh, another Pogues thing with our, with our friend David, and then we're gonna have. Um, uh, we we do have we do have a special guest, and all I can tell you is we have been told that this is an ex pogues player. So this person has played with the Pogues, and we are, uh, we're, we're gonna find out. Really? So Yeah. So, early days, apparently he's in touch with Shane, and... Uh, our own player. Yeah. And Harmonica, and, uh, yeah, so, I, again, we haven't met, we don't know, we have no we have not verified this, CNN has not verified this. BH1 behind the music has not verified this, but we're going to find out. So, special guest, and it should be a lot of fun. And uh, but I, 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 the, the food, the food trucks at New Potato are out of this world. So, come thanks. hungry, and it's great, great drinks. Paul, who's uh, a next door neighbor of mine from Ireland, he uh, uh, he's really put together quite the community down there. Yeah, that. that that bar is, I said it last night talking about, you know, people need to come and see live music because it's going to die and it is, it's, uh, it really is, I, 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 I keep saying this but it's all life support but the, the people, people like Paul, Paul Redmond, um, when they put together uh, a community like that, when they build a local where people and they're you know that that's their bar and there's a lot of them it, it seems every time that we've been there it's just been a lot of people they claim that bar as their they, that's that's where they go that's the first place you know, every, where you're gonna find them you know our, our late friend Andy green you know he and the Ash River you know that's there that's how these people live there and it's 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 quite remarkable because they're they' there it's a it's a tight fit group and uh, we we like them a lot so yeah really really fun it's not a click bar either it's not one of those uh, I can't really think of one off the top of my head I think uh, the Davenport back in the day which I opened uh, yeah down in Shepherd Square and uh, just off Richmond Avenue in, uh, in Houston the uh, that was a bit of a click bar when you know because uh, I, I would see people come in and you know that they're just coming in for a drink and hopefully sit down and talk to people. And it was it was strange because it was more... It was, it was set up to where it was very loungy, so there was a lot of coves and separate areas, so people couldn't... You know, not like a bar where you can sit at the bar and talk or sit in a... In a you know, the, the, this was back in the... You know, the the Cherry and Daddies and World Crown Review and all those big bands, and they were trying to bring all that... Big band stuff back, and then as uh,
1: everybody was doing these hip trendy, uh, you know. What was the name uh, of that bar that was on Shepard near there? It was like eight or six or some number. just the name? It was like right by the post office, across the street. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was at yeah 8, 814 something uh, eight point oh or it was eight 0, That was, was it. That it. Yeah, yeah. It was. A, you could, I never went in there, right every time I drove past it, you could see how trendy it was. It was like. Oh I, I went in there and it was it was it was gaudy
0: trendy. Yeah. It was just it was it was throw up.
1: Yeah. somebody else's mouth trendy.
0: Right. Yeah. That's what it kinda looked like. Jesus. Yeah. They uh yeah, I forgot about that but, And then right. right beside it there was a uh, uh live bait. Uh yeah. And they would they would have music in there as well. They would do uh to, to, to just a little dive, but that wasn't a trendy bar at all. No, but it
1: yeah. was, was uh, either with Stag said, which was right down the you know, opposite end. Yeah, McElroy's and God, times have changed. I, I know. There now, I know you can't.
0: I mean, you can't give that shit away and have them come out. You know, so uh, yeah. yeah it did, but that, that man, that was a time. That was such a such a weird time because the bars were hopping, and I was still bartending back then. But it was uh, it's it's just a whole different scene now. Even again, nineteenth uh, hole in Spring. That, that that's a that's an established bar. I mean, that's an established uh, club, and they've been around for a long time. They that's a that, that's definitely a local bar. Except when they do music, it seems you know they would never cover charge. A lot of the times in a in, in a live venue. You slash a local bar, they'll um, when when the cover hits or when the band hits, the the locals aren't there because they're you know Molly's Kingwood. That's to me, that's the epitome of a of a local bar. They yeah, they go there after work. They go there yeah after events, before events, all that kind of stuff. You know. You know the, the thing I love about Mollies And on a real local is They know your name They know your You know Kind of have your seat ready You know then your, your, your Your drink's ready You don't know, have to ask and It's just mm-hmm. All that shit's going away And people don't Start going You know Don't, don't see live music it starts and end for that yeah. So Are we going to kill or Are we going to Yeah I was going to say on that note Lobber Who's going first? You killing me? I was first last week, so.
1: Ooh! Am I am first.
2: To... I'm gonna kill. Let's kill. I'm gonna kill a band or a band. I'm gonna kill a song from a band that I actually really like, one of my top bands. And then I'm gonna resurrect from the same band. So I'm gonna do the uh, go. i do the same. And uh, the band is Incubus, and the song I'm gonna kill is Pardon Me, one of their main hit songs. I found myself, I listen to this band all the time, and I found myself skipping this song. I'm like, why do I skip it? And I can't figure out why, it's just one of these songs where I've heard it enough and I'm on to the next one. So I'm gonna kill "Part of Me uh, from Incubus, and even though that's one of my favorite bands. Um, Ooh! Song going my Resurrect is Wish You Were Here from Incubus. That's one of my favorite songs of all time. I think I've listened to that song more than any song in my life. Like, it's probably my number one song. It's got to be. It's up there. It's not a cover of the Pink Floyd. wish you were here, right? No. Okay. And uh, I just, I freaking love it from beginning to end. I love the harmonies. I love the melody. I think the song's great. And uh, so I'm going to resurrect. Wish you were here from Incubus. And uh, I remember we played this show. I was a kid. I don't I don't remember how old I was, but we played the Jet Ski Finals in Arizona. It was like, like soup. Soup. I was yeah. there. Yeah? No. Uh, I was like, really? Yeah, really? you've see? seen it. That's right. And uh, I remember somebody said Incubus was in town or nearby. They were coming. And we put them, all their names of the band on the guest list. <laughs> we <laughs> took, I took my parents off the guest list. We wanted had so many people. I was like, just in case Incubus shows up, you're bugged. <laughs> So, wow, that's how much I love this band. And so they laughed; they thought it was funny. They, <laughs> I heard my dad laugh; he liked it. But um, anyway, just a side story about that man. They didn't show up, but you know, just, <laughs> I thought those legit, guys. Kill all their shit. Then yeah. So, but anyway, that was oh, so funny. I forgot that? all about that. Just so right now, I yeah, just, but, wasn't even planning on saying that. I just, uh, but uh, anyway. So that's that's, that's cool. My killed is my yeah.
0: resurrect. Yeah, so, I'm gonna, I guess I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill, I'm gonna, I'm, man, I'm, you know, I'm still on this, uh, on this Aussie Black Sabbath, you know, the Aussie era
2: stuff. I went well last night, sorry, we, we went into, uh, or the other night, we went in, at 19th old, we went into John uh, Children uh, Child of the Grave. Children the Grave. Yeah, <laughs> the place erupted. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was fun.
0: Sorry, you got it no, that's, uh, that's, that's what it's for. Yeah. So the the the, the song is uh, the song is "Symptom of the Universe." Yes. And I just think it's one of the the guitar riff is there's just it, it, it there's there's just nothing you can do. A really good guitar riff is never you just, just don't touch it. Um, Brad Gillis does such an amazing job on that song. Um, he, and I, they, have, they actually have "Children of the Grave" on that uh, "Speak of the Devil" record, and uh, the uh, the only thing the only thing that I don't like that the, of the whole record, the only thing I don't like that uh, that Brad Gillis does on the on "Children of the Grave" is he does a harmonic so it's a it's just the it's just the octave in, in in the guitar which is still such a great it's always sonically it's so so great to hear um, that's the only thing that I wasn't crazy about it. it's uh, it's still it's impressive because to catch a harmonic every time at that speed is again i'm talking about um, Talking about Children of the Grave here Which the song, that's not the song I'm, I'm throwing some light on the, uh, the song I'm throwing light on Is symptom of the universe yeah. Which The original is fantastic But when you hear it played And played well By a guitar player like Brad Gillis Who is uh, Just in my in, 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 just, just in my lifetime Of course I've heard of him but he hasn't got any kind of recognition close to what is due. I mean, what is he's such a, a blend of so many phenomenal players, starting with Eddie Van Halen and ending with it's still going, you know. He's just, he's one of these guys with with a, with a vocabulary that's uh, it's, it's just It's never ending He knows that he'll never Master the guitar And all good guitar players Will know that But he'll also Never stop Trying to Push You know It's just It's It's
1: It's breathtaking How how well this guy plays That was a live version You had me pull up Yeah
0: when was guitar From
1: Florida right Yeah Yeah the thing I, I noticed About that particular The, the, the song you're talking about the way he played uh, he put a little grace uh, down before that It's like yeah <laughs> yeah it just made it so so much more satisfying in a very a very I guess in a brand way
0: yeah he's he's, he's not he, uh, again he's he's such a he, he's such a uh, I, again I always go back to Steve Vai Somebody like a Steve Vai a Dimebag Daryl, a uh, Gary Moore I, and again I never thought I would put Brad Gillis you know Rory Gallagher obviously Mark offer, but uh, I never thought I would put somebody like Brad Gillis in it. but he is that kind of a player where he is just so in tune with his instrument and he is so uh, distinctive yeah but it, it, it's even more than that it, 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 it's uh I, I, I want to say that when you're when you're in that spot, when you get to that place and you're playing and you're live or you're in the studio, but when you get to that place, another guy that, that I would imagine is like this is Steve Lukather, who yeah. I just just he just blows me away every time I hear yeah. something because he's so he's he, he, he's a he's not a one trick pony. A lot of these guys, you know, the, the, the aforementioned... mentioned. They could play a lot of different genres, but this guy just seems to fit in wherever he's playing whatever it's a pop song, it's a rock and jazz, you know, whatever he's doing, he seems to just that's that's his. He owns it. And yeah. So uh uh anyway, so the Syndrome of the Universe, like I said, started off as a great as 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 ninety-nine point nine nine percent of Tony Iommi's Riffs are just untouchable. Just don't touch them. Yeah. Brad Gillis right. has, has definitely <laughs> definitely earned a spot to Yeah. Touch them. You know, yeah. He, you know, he's he just played them with such conviction, and if you never heard it before, that's his song. Yeah. You know, I, I I really that's a, a, another great mark of a great musician. Just a great head for, 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 for rock or for whatever it is being able to play a song and people think oh that's his
1: yeah you know? actually have something to it again Kaleidoscope Project yeah. right. Same time.
0: Yeah. play it right yeah play it yeah. you know play hard thanks Davey so yeah so, uh, yeah. so that's, that's the light on this song to kill is uh, is just so uh, oh, so many <laughs> Um, I mean, just for the the earwormness of it, you know, for the uh, I don't even know it's, if it's a bad song, but uh, um, sorry, driving's fun. So the earwormness, the earwormy, the eerie wormyness of. This song is enough to kill it, and uh, I don't even know if I dislike it that much. <sighs> but anyway, so the I, I know I'm just just FYI I've killed it before, but it should be said that it should remain dead. It is Crazy trade by Ozzy? Hate it, yeah, hate it. And I had a great conversation with a young lady, Tara, who uh, we were. I was, because, you know, I hate it because they play it at the, uh, at the basketball games or at the, you know, uh, baseball, you know, when they're, when they're loading the bases, you know, all aboard, you know, it's like, shut up.
2: Is that the, I, 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 yeah, yeah, that is
0: so bad. And the riff is, you know, I'm sure it was good in the, you know, back in the day, but God, stop it. You go, I can play it on a bagpipe? Good. Kill yourself. So, uh, yeah, so the, so the crazy train is... So anyway, uh, a song that Lemmy wrote for for Ozzy, and I, like I said, I don't know if I hate the song or not, but it, it sticks in my head and it just never, ever, ever leaves. And it's to me, it kind of reminds me of, of like a Beatles, a souped-up Beatles, who all the deer... Uh, uh, reminds me of like a souped-up Beatles number just because of the chord changes and the harmony blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so Mama, Mama, I'm coming home by Ozzy. And uh, it's it's not a terrible song. Like I say, let me wrote it. Um, but it's one of those ones that just sticks in my head. And I can't shake it yeah. for days. Um, now, there's a lot of trash. Excuse me, not trash. A lot of songs that I just don't like. You know, in Ozzy's later years when he was doing the Medicine Man and he's doing all that uh you know, I just, it, t- t- to me, it's just gets so tired. You know, when a band, you know, an Irish rock band, you know, does the drink and fighting, regular pop, you know, that stuff just bugs me. Uh, and Aussies, you know, he's like, you know, you call me evil. Like, yeah, they've been calling me evil for years. Write another song. Shut up. <laughs> uh, you know, so, but the, the moment I come home is it's, it's a, I think the guitar tone, Zach Wild's guitar tone in it is phenomenal. But uh the all in all, the 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 song just gets in my ear and hits my head I can't shake it for days. So that was a long fucking way to say kill that song. So there you go. You
1: just come in fast. Yeah. I know, I know. Some of us are a little it. slower on Slabbergas
0: than others. So we, we gotta What was that? I don't know. Do it. Anyway. Yeah, we didn't get one last week. We didn't? Oh, no! Oh,
2: my God. <laughs> oh, I'm counting now. <laughs> I'm
0: like this. All right, Chad, let's kill. Oh. oh. Answer. are you going to do, yeah, we'll, we'll
1: do it? we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> Chad's going to kill first. All right. Uh, I think this might conclude my Crowded House series of killings. This, this is, is off their second album, uh, Temple of Loman, which I still maintain is their best album of all the ones I'm familiar with anyway certainly the best album of the original lineup uh, so the last song on that album is one that we used to cover actually Better Be Homestead oh and the story about that song it was not originally meant to be the last song on the album in fact it wasn't originally even meant to be on the album at all it was originally the last song was going to be a song called In the Lowlands and uh, then I guess after they had mixed and mastered the album that song just suddenly appeared out of nowhere when Neil Finn just wrote it one night and brought it in and Mitchell Froome producer said that's the single that's your single it's got to go on the record too so they, they tacked it on to the end but if you listen to the record it's pretty clear that In the Lowlands was really meant to be the last song because it's just huge pretty pretty uh, almost apocalyptic in its imagery and, and uh, it's just a great it's a great album closer and I, I've always never, I've, I, you know, Better Be ocean is a fine song, but it always stuck out like a sore thumb to me on that record because it just is not anywhere near sophisticated or as as great as the other songs on that record. That's a very, I mean, Neagle Finn worked his ass off on that record. It's like you can really tell, I don't know, every other song on there is just really great. And to me, just doesn't even hold a candle to anything they did after that. Um, although, again, I have to be fair, I have not listened to their stuff after Paul Hester left the band, very much at all. But anyway, so so I'm killing it. Obviously, I haven't figured it out yet. I'm killing Better Be Home Soon, just because i uh, tired of hearing it, and I kind of wish it wasn't on the record. <laughs> and I'm shining a light on In the Lowlands, because it really is a great song, and it's one that is typical of the ones I tend to shine a light on. Most people probably have never heard it. And it's just a great one. It's got some really great guitar work on it by Neil, um, particularly at the end. He throws in this really tasty riff on baritone guitar, um, and it's, it's just really cr- just crazy good, crazy good song. There you go. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, speaking of, of,
0: of uh, you know, we were talking earlier about On the Goal.
1: Yeah. Um, one of
0: these Continental Club shows coming up. I don't know if it's going to be Cinco de Mayo. We are going to be at Continental Club on May fifth. Um, that's just been added, but uh, I don't know if it's going to be that one or not. Might be too soon, but I am going to do. Uh, I'm going to myself and Berkeley and a guy named Mark Finity. We're going to uh, we're going to open up for one of our Continental shows as on the Dole And we're going to do. Wow. We're going right. to do uh, probably, I'm guessing, about a 45 minute set. So we're going um, to. I, I called them, I think it was after one of the Slapcasts, I called Berkeley and talked. Uh, I've actually been running into Berkeley more and more. Um, and Berkeley's a bass player, um, great sound guy, great bass player. And I've just known him for a thousand years. Mm-hmm. and uh, and Mark Finnity was our drummer uh, back in the day. And he is, uh, Mark is an incredible player, but he's one of those guys, just natural talent. He hasn't, I don't know, I don't know when the last time he's touched his drums, but, uh, he's, he, he jumped out, he jumped at the idea of doing it. So, uh, and it's, and it's funny, I was talking about Mark Kenneth. We, uh, we don't know who was in the band and uh, Berkeley told me the story of how I ended, how I ended on the goal, and I hadn't heard it before. I had no memory of it. That was interesting. Uh, so anyway, so yes, so one of these days uh, coming up, we're going to we're going to do that. We're going to uh, have on the door open for laggards to come that, How many people were in that band? That, that's a great <laughs> question. I don't. I don't know. Um, it changed. It started out as a duo with myself on acoustic guitar and vocals and a guy that played Bauer on a tin whistle. Now, at the same time, uh, that would be funny. That would be a, a, a chore. Yeah. So we started there, and then we added... Like again, I'm I'm completely at a loss. We added players, and we added some people came in and said, you know... And, and I, I, I bitched about this for, you know... Especially back in the day years and years ago I would bitch constantly about we started you know this band and there was nothing like an Irish rock it doesn't sound like Irish rock too you know you, you took you know you say that you got the acoustic guitar and a tin whistle yeah there's not much Irish rock there but we did add drums I remember we had a, a I can remember a thousand people that played with us at different times I don't know if they were ever in the band but it was one of those things I just bitched about not being able to get players. And we, we had gigs because there was nothing in Houston, there was nothing close to an Irish rock band in Houston. Um, even if you pushed a folk band down the stairs, it didn't sound like rock. Um, so we we had the, we, you know, we had this constant, or these, I, I'll, I'll say just a, a rotation of notices that would go up in all the music shops and the... Just any and everywhere that would you know, be an open mic or something. So yeah, you give a shit. But people have this—they have this. Uh, they, 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 whatever that conjures up in your mind, all these musicians were having the wrong image conjure up in their head. Because I was thinking of having something over to do—a melody line, a guitar, and uh, some kind of instrument. But doing this Irish stuff again—the Thin Lizzy horse lips—that. Uh, the idea of yeah, harmony and just these, these these tight rock and roll songs, but that you know they've been written, you know, couple, you know, back in the seventeen, eighteen hundreds, you know, and just using you know using modern instruments, blah blah blah, and it just never, we could never catch a grip, we could never get our teeth into anything because as soon as you would get going. It would be, uh, you know, I, 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 I can't do this, you know, my, my dog's got no nose and, that, you know, it's that off they go. So it was just, just it, it really was it, was, it was, it was, it was comical how, how fluid that lineup was. You know, you could come see us on a Wednesday and a completely different lineup on the Thursday and Friday. It just, it was awful. So, uh, I just wanted a little bit of something, I wanted something exactly, you know, exactly like we're doing now. This is always the vision of what we're playing, the way we're playing it now. Yeah. And very, very, very difficult. Very difficult. <laughs> but, kids, start some bands. Get out there, play. Yeah, that's right. I mean, God, there's just nothing better. There's just nothing better Like just, you know, last night was the first time we played in a while. Kevin was gone for... Kevin Yeah I don't know You got a new guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, But we've been cheating purposely. ignore people Not when they say
2: that Yeah the fuck is that? Yeah. Anyway That word they call me turbs. now I'm like I've said it And then I'm like Oh here we go Yeah gravity Yeah Jerby. Speaking of the new The new bands My son's friend Was over Just a little while back I don't know if I told you guys this But You know I Popped my head into the room And I was like Hey how's it going? they were listening to something some music and they're not you know they're sophomores in high school and he's like oh look i got a song on spotify and so he made us he made a song and recorded it and put it on there and they were listening to it and i was like nice. dude that was vision i was like yeah nice yeah, that's crazy yeah he's like i'm just gonna put it on there to do it so anyway it was uh, i didn't he didn't say it was like a band or nothing, but I
0: thought, oh, nice! It's like the next
2: generation, right? The next people. Yeah. So, anyway, I wanted
0: to say that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. What's it? Is it? Is it just under his uh, name or? Yeah. I can't even think of it. His name's Charlie. Oh, Charlie. I'll
2: get the name of it. His buddy, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'll get the name of it, and then I'll call cool. it. But
0: it, uh, I thought that'd be cool, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the, the it, it, it takes a lot to yeah. to to get something up and running. Even even the solo stuff, as Chadlel test, you know, just putting stuff together in the in the closet. Um, <laughs> you're, uh, it's it, 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 it's such a lot of work, but the, the reward is so it, it's just endless. It just you know, this. I mean, hell, we're driving at fucking seven o'clock in the morning to Dallas of all fucking places. You know, to go to play. You know. And still, everybody ready to go. Yeah, Easy. that's coming. I mean, that's got to tell you something. Yeah, I wouldn't jump in the car late bricks. <laughs> yeah, it's that's not right. gonna happen. But uh, though, it's, it's uh, And then, uh, like I said, we'd just love to get some footage from today and put it up here on. Uh, so there's two other bands. Uh, a band out of Dallas called Mug Murray, and then another band out of Dallas called River Driver today. And we played with River Driver before. We've actually played at the festival, same festivals as Plum Murray, but, but we're, they've been on different stages, so this is our first chance to get to hear the day. I did walk over, we were in Oklahoma, they were on the acoustic stage, and I walked over and listened to a couple of their songs, and they they, they play the Pogue stuff really well. So, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to hearing them, so all
1: right,
0: so that should be wow. fun
1: we'll come back to you with a report Yes, we'll do another segment on the way this should be a very long episode
0: (laughs) might be might be or might be three yes but we are as always so grateful to have you thank you for listening (laughs) to yes (laughs) yes that's right that's right
1: I would do the rainbows for that one (laughs) Yeah, figure out how to do the rainbow eyes Yes <laughs> Most definitely <laughs> Heck
2: yeah uh, Three shows The other day Today huh? The other day I never know how to say that Yeah We have three shows Today Today oh, The yes. other day Yes, but, yes. yes. On, On soccer We're gonna freaking rock We're gonna kill it Yeah
1: And uh Yeah Let's do this It's gonna be fun Alright It's uh to run out of battery anyway. Good, good, good.